welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is October 7, 2020, and today we are having episode number 33. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, wherever you are, and we're so glad that you're here with us today. And as usual, the best ways to get in touch with us are via the website, millennial, excuse me, Gen Z and Millennial Expert.com. Again, that's Gen Z and Millennial Expert.com. And via email, Jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. I hope again everybody's having a great day. And today we're going to talk about obviously Generation Z and Millennials and those that employ them. And today's topic we're gonna cover today is about the landscape of mentorship and how it is important and the steps that it takes to provide proper mentoring to Generation Z and Millennials. And I'm going to share uh, four steps and four ways on how to provide great mentorship while also sharing some of my perspectives on mentorship and how I found value from being mentored or lack thereof being mentored by others. While the buzz about the millennials want and expect in the workplace may finally be the cooling down, it's just starting to heat up for our next generation. Because as you know, our next generation and the current future leaders of the free world and across the world is Gen Z. The youngest generation is now arriving on the scene in the workplace. They mentioned that Generation Z are those individuals that were born between 1996 and roughly 2015. And there are some myths uh, that you need to know about Gen Z with regards to managing and training them. Here are a few key phrases that people use to characterize Gen Z. Entrepreneurial, digital natives, diverse global, prefers face-to-face -face communication. Now these are not the myths, these are facts. There are other myths that people think that Gen Zs don't wanna work hard, that they're difficult, and these are simply not true. A recent study showed that the top characteristic members of Gen Z most valued in a leader or boss was honesty and integrity, followed by mentoring ability. So that's key. They're looking for a leader that is honest, has integrity, is transparent, and is willing to teach Gen Z about what they can expect in the workforce via their job or certain characteristics of how to lead and how to approach career advancement opportunities and mentoring. Now this may sound familiar because we heard many of the same things about millennials uh, 15 years ago. While Gen X, they were born between 1965 and 1979, have often been described as pushing for work-life balance and today, the same can be said for millennials, as they have children and grow older. The cyclical nature of trends makes it clear 
that's what old is always new again, because Gen Z is a little bit different. They are looking to work harder. They think that it's important to uh, be a part of the organization and to be a part of an organization, they have to work hard. So everything kind of goes back around. So we talk about earlier clothes, for example, back in the day, uh, parachute pants were the big thing back in the mid eighties. And in the early to mid two thousands, they came back in style again. Same thing for camouflage. Now you see a lot of seventies hairdos and, and a lot of different things, obviously that were prominent back in the day. So that is something like anything, what comes around goes around. So I always say, if you have something in your dresser drawer, Save it for 20 years because 20 years from now, you may be able to wear it again. Just kidding, but there is some truth to it. While different generations may have unique life experience that helped shape them, examples are the Great Depression, the Vietnam War, 9-11, the War on Terror, the Great Recession, COVID. I mean, there's been so many, and then even the recent recession we just had, it's safe to say that most of us would appreciate having a mentor who could help us at work, who could be a good guide, and ultimately a sounding board during our professional journey. Uh, it's also safe to say that mentoring is a natural activity that we all take part in without realizing it. Whether we want to be mentored so that we can learn a new skill or a promotion or understand a new perspective, the drive is to better ourselves. And that's what ultimately mentoring does. It's also natural to group people, things or ideas to help us make sense of larger holes, but it can create stereotypes and labels that are forced onto people because they fall into a designated group. Millennials can share how frustrating this reality is as they struggle to fight back against generation labels Again, you've heard these before, lazy, entitled, and self-consumed. Instead of looking at different generations and deciding on how mentoring approaches are based on stereotype, some universal ideas on how to make mentoring more approachable and accessible to everyone in your workplace, workplace include the following four mentoring ideas. Number one is use mentoring software. Uh, considering using mentoring software to make uh, processes of mentoring easier for employees, they can use this software to find mentor or a mentee who can help them address their learning or development goals. Removing any assumptions about age or generation preferences from the equation it is ultimately a great way to make impartial mentoring matches. Employees can also use the software to establish goals for the relationship while tracking their progress against them. A number two way of being able to approach mentoring is offer multiple types of mentoring. Mentoring can take the form of traditional one-on-ones, reverse mentoring, group mentoring, and more. But don't limit mentoring options based on what you think generations want. Like millennials want collaborative learning, so they will offer them group mentoring or Gen Z wants to show they are valuable to the company. So we will offer them reverse mentoring. Again, remember reverse mentoring is where 
they get to mentor those of an older age. So they could be mentoring baby boomers and to some extent Generation X. But don't group them all in one because instead of limiting their options, provide a multitude of choices for people so they can decide for themselves what form of mentoring they want to use. Remember that everybody is different and they cannot be put into a grouping just because everybody thinks millennials should act like millennials and Gen Z should act like Gen Z. Number three, let people decide how they meet and communicate. Some people like to meet in person, others prefer emails, and some like the video chat or text or even the phone still. If you want if you go by the generational stereotypes, you may think Gen X wants to use email rather than video chatting. But as technology becomes more commonplace, it's unsafe to make assumptions. Instead, let people make their own choices about how they communicate with their mentors and mentees. Provide them the opportunity to have ownership in all aspects of relationship. And number four, provide training and support to help mentoring more approachable and accessible to everyone. Uh, think about how training and support can fit into the picture. Provide your employees with tricks and tips to use that make their overall relationships a success, regardless of the grouping of generation they are in. Uh, the mentoring process and going beyond generation stereotypes can help them see each another, each other as unique human beings rather than, you know, being completely different. It might seem fun to engage in tribalism and figure out where people fit based on arbitrary factors like generation, but it can also do more harm than good. It's time we stop lumping people into categories and start seeing them as individuals who bring value to our work and our lives. So those are four key areas. Again, just to recap, Use mentoring software as number one. Number two, offer multiple types of mentoring. Three, let people decide how they meet and communicate. And number four, provide training and support. And for me, mentoring has been something of a nature of, am I looking for mentoring? Have I looked for mentoring? Growing up, I had coaches that I considered mentors. Uh, and I also had key people in my life that helped me make important decisions. And even today, I still have somebody that I utilize as a mentor and have lunch with every once in a while. And he provides me tips about his business. He is an owner of a, a business here in uh, San Diego, California and the Phoenix area. And I see him as a mentor because he started his own business from scratch and has done very well. Of course, uh, the pandemic COVID-19 has played an effect in his business like every other business. But again, having somebody that can mentor you, provide you a good roadmap, or just give you advice is extremely helpful. And I'd like to mention a couple great quotes about mentoring. And number one is from John Crosby. And he states, mentoring is a brain to pick, an ear to listen and a push in the right direction. So I think that's a very telling one and very important to, to, to review. Another one by Steven Spielberg. Uh, 
that delicate balance of mentoring someone is not creating them in your own image, but giving them the opportunity to create themselves. This is powerful. So again, the delicate balance of mentoring someone is not creating them in your own image, but giving them the opportunity to create themselves. And the last one I'd like to mention by the late and great Winston Churchill. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Again, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give by Winston Churchill. So I'd like to thank everybody for your listenership. Please spread the word. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And please tell your family and friends about the Gen Z and Millennial Expert Podcast. And again, I appreciate it. And thank you, friends. I hope everybody has a great night, afternoon, and morning, wherever you may be listening. Take care. Bye-bye.